Welcome to Academy Days, a Christian fiction podcast for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Enjoy! Academy Days, Episode 22, Friends London Pella scanned the cafeteria for Zoe and caught sight of her best friend near the salad bar. Apparently, she was still on the whole nothing-but-vegetables kick. London grabbed a tray and went through the line, accepting a helping of Sloppy Joe no roll from Miss Mallory, but shook her head to the fries and cheese-slathered broccoli. Who do I make this food for? Miss Mallory said. I get the complaints. The parents say the children do not like food with names foreign. So, I make things fried. I offer the potato bread rolls, the pudding out of a box. Do the children eat it? Miss Mallory dug up another serving of barbecued ground beef. No. It's nothing personal, Miss Mallory, London said. Zoe and I are just trying to cut back. To what? Air? Miss Mallory plopped the serving back into the vat of meat. I do not say girls your age should not be careful about greasy foods, even carbs and sugars. But if I see it's becoming an obsession, I will go to the top. She banged her big spoon against the side of the pan, dislodging a blob of food. The principal? That would be embarrassing. Your parents, Miss Mallory said. I have email addresses, ma chérie. London grimaced. You're kind of scary sometimes, Miss Mallory. Très bon. Next? Miss Mallory heaped a double portion onto the next kid's tray. London grabbed some salad and sat down next to Zoe and across from Chandler Pace. He winked at her, tried to loop his ankle around hers, but she tucked her feet back under her chair and focused on getting a bite of salad and meat onto the same fork. That looks disgusting, Zoe said, eyeing the goopy mass. London shrugged. Miss Mallory made it, so you know it has to taste good. She's on to our diet, by the way. Zoe stirred up her spinach greens. Miss Mallory can mind her own business. Please, not the diet talk, Chandler said. What are we going to do during midwinter break? London tensed. Weight loss was a safe conversation. Chandler and Xavier's plans for weekend fun were not. Suddenly, movement near the back of the cafeteria caught her eye. Lacey Winters meandered across the room lunch bag in hand, scanning the tables. London glanced towards the table where Lacey usually sat with Gray, but a group of student teachers sat there today. Lacey twirled her braid between her fingers, then tugged at a ponytail holder on her wrist. Even from several tables away, London watched the flush in Lacey's face go deep red. The freshman girl started to back towards the exit that led into the hallway. Lacey! London stood and called out, Here! Lacey grasped her lunch bag in both hands and stared. London pulled out the empty chair next to her own and nodded. Lacey came, slowly, eyes darting toward Zoe and Chandler and Xavier. Seriously? Xavier mumbled. Why? Zoe giggled. Shut up, Xavier. London's just being nice. Chandler raised his sandwich and gave a side nod in Lacey's direction. Better clothes? Better hair? She has possibilities. London glared at him. Lacey stepped in between the tables and slid into the empty chair, 
Thanks, she said. London gave her a quick side hug. You're welcome. Lacey laid her lunch bag on the table and slowly unzipped it, as if hoping to make as little noise as possible. So, about Zoe and Mai's diet. It's low carb, London started in. Remember that trailer park that flooded last fall? Xavier said. I know some people who are going in this Friday night. See what they can find. London gaped at him. To loot? Chandler grinned. I believe scavenge is the word. A tradition begun by the cavemen. It'll go with your paleo diet. It's not paleo, London said. More like keto. And Xavier folded his arms on the table. Everything's covered in mud, London. Nobody wants that stuff. But that's where Carmen lived, Lacey said. The guys jerked their heads in Lacey's direction. Eat your food, Chandler said. London lowered her fork. Wait, it is? Carmen's house got flooded? Why didn't I know this? Who's Carmen? Xavier asked. Wheelchair girl, Chandler said and turned back to London. The Riverside Trailer Park flooded last year during that big storm. He cocked his head at her. If you hung out with me more, I could keep you informed. He smirked. I'm knowledgeable. London dropped her fork onto her tray. About cavemen, yeah. She frowned at Zoe. You're not going, are you? Zoe smiled across the table at Xavier. I've been told it'll be an adventure. Xavier leaned on the table, arms crossed, his eyes on Zoe's. A little risk, a little treasure, and lots of fun. London watched as her best friend locked eyes with Xavier and passed silent meaning, received silent messages. Were they in love? Was that what love looked like? Sounds cold and miserable to me, London said. She reached for her water glass and her hand collided with Chandler's. He tried to weave his fingers through hers. London pulled away and grabbed her cup. She considered tossing its contents in Chandler's face. I would be there. Wouldn't that make a difference? Chandler rolled a straw between his palms. Who knows what we'd find? Maybe our destiny. London gasped a laugh into her glass and almost spewed water across the table. Chandler, have you been watching romantic dramas again? Chandler leaned back. I am a romantic drama. Okay, the company at this table was no longer bearable. Well, you traumatize away. She piled her utensils on her tray. I think I'm done with this gloop. She pushed her chair back and got up. Bye. She marched across the cafeteria and dumped her tray and was out the side door before she remembered Lacey. She glanced back once to see her friend frozen in place, her lunch bag still unpacked on the table. London. London jerked to a stop in the front entry of ECA and looked behind her at the flow of end-of-day students coming down the main stairwell. Ira Winters jogged down the last few stairs. Can we talk? His voice was hard. Did you drive today? London nodded. Ira fell into step beside her. You left my sister with those guys, he said, when they were down the portico steps leading to the side parking lot. And now she won't tell me what they said to her. He jammed his hands into his pockets. They were laughing when I spotted her, laughing in that way. He stopped. How could you leave her with them? London paused, too. I, I didn't really think about it. I was 
annoyed. Why? London waved her hand. My friends are a little ridiculous sometimes. I'm sorry, Ira. I didn't think. You're right. I should have stayed with her. But they probably just ignored her. I'm sure she was fine. Ira shook his head. She was crying at her locker when I saw her later. She won't tell me what happened after you left. Ira stopped, glancing over his shoulder towards the pickup line filtering past the school. You know those guys. They twist things you say. They can make a foul joke out of a bag of potato chips. London looked down at her shoes. I'm sorry I'll talk to her and make sure she's okay. Ira nodded. I don't mean to be rude, but I hate to think that they were saying stuff she doesn't understand to her face and laughing at her. London felt the prickle of tears in her eyes. Sure. Okay, well, see ya. I returned and walked away towards the winter's minivan. London made a rush for her car, jerked open the door, and slid inside. How could she have been so stupid? Leaving a girl like Lacey at the same table as guys like Chandler and Xavier was like... like leaving a bunny rabbit with circling coyotes. She turned the key in the ignition, but didn't put the car into drive. She leaned her forehead against the steering wheel. Then what was she doing still hanging out with them herself? Pretending she didn't notice Chandler's passes and Xavier's veiled references? But what about Zoe, her best friend? If London walked away, who would look out for her? And how would she deal with the aftermath because her friends wouldn't let her go without a fight? It's time, something inside her seemed to say. Moments flashed through London's mind. Moments where she should have told Xavier and Chandler about her choice to follow Christ last summer. Moments where she should have reminded Zoe about their shared walk to an altar of repentance. If she didn't speak up soon, maybe she never would, and she'd forget, just like Zoe had seemed to. Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. Enjoy the snow. Bye.